Hello and welcome back to The Great Date Guy. My name is Rob Wong and today we talk about emotional contagion. <laughs> Are you being affected by it right now? And if so, what's it costing you? So the first thing to note is that this was a study conducted inadvertently, or rather unbeknownst to the users of Facebook, uh, back in 2012. Now, obviously, people didn't opt in for this study. It was just something that was rolled out by the Facebook administrators. Um, <laughs> and if you signed up for Facebook, you basically signed yourself up for this. So what you should know is that this study grouped people into two groups, uh, of course. Now, the first group was exposed to news feeds that were predominantly populated with positive content, and they chose that positive content based off of specific words, key phrases, stuff like that. Um, and, of course, the other group were exposed to a news feed that was populated more with negative commentary. Now, perhaps unsurprisingly, the users that were exposed to more positive news feeds, uh, updates from their friends and family, were reporting uh, more positive results from their own lives. And as the study wound on, Facebook gradually discovered that the emotions that we're exposed to on a regular basis, whether or not they're in person, travel from person to person. That is to say that the emotions that I experience and share about are basically contagious, hence the phrase emotional contagion. Now I'm going to go ahead and take some liberties here and mix this with the rule of five. That is to say that the, uh, the rule of five was, <laughs> I think that came from a source that I don't remember, uh, but it basically states that we are the average of the top five people that we spend time with. Now, that could be books, that could be actual people, that could be podcasts. In fact, if you are pounding this podcast right now, I might be in your top five. And who I am influences who you become. Now, that goes as far as income, that goes as far as personality, speech patterns, and it also includes emotions. So, what's that got to do with dating? What's that got to do with your relationship? Well, on the very surface and the most obvious level of this, who we date determines who we end up becoming, right? We spend the most time with our significant other and our coworkers. Uh, between those people and our family, you basically have your top five. So if who you're with tends to be a negative person, they see the darker side of life and you're not okay with that, then gradually over time, your emotions will begin to wane and suffer. You will share about the more negative things that are going on in your life. And unfortunately, that means that the quality of your life is a little bit lower. Now on the flip side, you might have noticed that there are certain friends of yours that are irresistibly bubbly and upbeat about life, right? They just kind of naturally springy, it doesn't matter what happens to them. They're just, they're, they're hell bent on having an amazing time. It should come as no surprise then that these people are in high demand, right? They're almost always dating someone. They have thousands of friends uh, or followers on social media. Why is that? Well, you can argue for the same thing here. Uh, it is reinforcing to have someone who is always spreading positive emotions throughout our lives. So if you have someone who's a regular beacon of hope, uh, more people will tend to seek them out. 
Now, this isn't to say that you should slap a fake smile on your face in order to get more popular or more dates. Far from it. That's actually kind of weird. It shows up as being inauthentic. But there is something to be said for beginning to explore when you catch yourself in a negative loop. Am I buying into a story about how my life is awful? Have I gone all in on how I might be the victim in this certain situation? Am I just filled with anger and resentment every time I'm, for example, on the freeway? And if so, what can I do to break out of it? And again, this isn't a PSA letting you know that you should change who you are or the way that you interact with the world. And if you want to have a greater shot, a greater opportunity at drawing in more people, just being a naturally magnetic person, and on top of all of that, reducing your day-to-day -day suffering, right? Being able to step outside of the stories that some kind of that sometimes hijack us out of nowhere, right? Like maybe you're having a fantastic day and then you think about the guy that you loaned money to that hasn't paid you back and all of a sudden you're boned, right? You're just mad for the next half an hour and you need to find some people and rant at them. And that's definitely something I've done, right? Like I've definitely fallen victim to that. And... It's easy enough to step outside of that. For instance, if you're feeling resentment towards a person, the easiest possible way to step around that, the easiest possible way to escape that negative loop of resentment and anger and frustration is to do this exercise. So what you want to do is get really clear on what you're judging them for. And for the sake of taking on this exercise, for the sake of getting clear of those emotions, set aside any concept of right or wrong on this. Just see if there's an example of something that you might be judging them for that feels like it fits. So for instance, in the case of the money lending issue, I might think that this person is a sly mofo, right? I, I might think that this person's a sneaky bastard. <laughs> and, and I might be judging them for that, right? They're trying to pull a fast one on me. When, in reality, might not be the case. But it's a fact that I've got that judgment there about them that makes my suffering real. So, the next step is getting real uncomfortable with it. What are examples of when I've been a sneaky bastard? And the more recent you can find examples of that, like if something just happened today or in the last week, the more effective it'll be. So, when was I a sneaky bastard? Well, when I was in college, I used to switch the labels on organic apples with the labels for normal apples, so I wouldn't have to pay $4 a pound. And that's me being sneaky. That's definitely me being sneaky. When I was a kid, I used to try to sneak candy onto the conveyor belt at the supermarkets when my mom wasn't paying attention, hoping that maybe that would get me the role of lifesavers. And you just keep on going and finding examples of when you've been the thing that you judge the other person for. So if you judge them to be kind of a bastard, or an asshole, or jealous, or pedantic, or other words that <laughs> mean bad things about people, your job is to figure out how you have been as bad or, you know, on their level and keep going until you feel that emotional charge begin to dissipate. At a certain point, you'll be equal with them. You will perceive yourself to be on the same playing field as that person, and that's when you know you're done. 
Now, there's no point in keeping on this exercise until you feel like a horrible human being. If you're getting there, I invite you to drop the exercise and think about ways that you are actually a pretty cool person. But if you still think that they're beneath you, if you still think that they're a crap human being, keep on looking for examples. And that is all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob Wong, and this has been another episode of The Great Date Guy. And in summary, emotional contagion is basically the process of emotions moving through a social network from person to person based off of what they share. People tend to be more attracted to more positive people because obviously we all like having more positive emotions flitting through our lives. And if you want to become a more attractive person, consider that one of the ways to do that is to begin to address the parts of your life where you are reliably enraged or resentful towards specific situations or people. And if you are resentful towards those people, you can take on the exercise that we just described. Okay, that's all the time that we have for today. I'll catch you all in the next episode.